Welcome to the lucky episode number 13 of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. How y'all feeling out there tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like a gang leader who's getting ready to go into battle. Who goes, Oodoo! And the whole crew shows up. And they say, he plays so beautiful. Don't you agree? He plays so beautiful. Sexy chocolate. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. We got to start with the people that we've been missing. From the A, Mr. Dub K. Good and terrible. Gene Hopkins. Yay. yay. That's right, man. It's hot as a motherfucking devil's ass crack, man. Mm. A right now. Gotta love it. Compared to... No humid Cali. Gotta love it. You gotta wonder though, whoever put a thermometer by the devil's ass crack to find out exactly how hot that is. <laughs> Just a thought. Just a thought. One of the one of the many deep thoughts we're gonna be covering this week. Yeah. What Mr. Robert Brooks? Hey. The Bible. Aloha. I was just in the A last week. Hey. hey! Hey! I'll be back down in September. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got here Tuesday. I wasn't even here, man. I'm talking about. I was on the road listening to a story about a thief. Have you ever did the audio books on the road? Mm-hmm. It take about nah. two hours for it to get good, you know. You <laughs> contemplating jumping out within the first two hours, you know. But then after that, eight hours a your time covered, you know. Yeah. It, what, what, what book were you, were you listening it was, to? It was called The Nighthawk, or I think that's what, let me look at my phone. Yeah, it was about a, a thief uh, that had turned thief at nine years old because his mama had cancer, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, and then his, his little travels and exploits and stuff. The only thing that was messed up, though, is, you know, they have men narrating these books, right? It's called Night Work by Nora Roberts. Right. And so they have the, these men narrating it. And so, you know, It'd be a conversation or a scene between a man and a woman or even lovers at that point. And, you know, this motherfucker switching back and forth. And you can hear the rasps in his voice and stuff. It just kind of throws it. You know, it's like it fucks, it, it, it fucks with the imagination because, you know, it'd be like, you know. And he's playing Miranda both sides said, of the scene. Uh-huh. No, right. it, sounds, it sounds like a man trying to sound feminine and gay. And so I was like, damn. How much more money would it take to have a fucking female actor? Just hire somebody else, I'm saying. You know, exactly. <laughs> there's no struggling there's no struggling voice actors out there. And stuff. It'd be, it, it, would be, it would be just enough better to talk about if that was the case. But I, that shit just threw me the whole time. Then he got Cajun motherfucking accent. And then this, then he start blending, you know. He can't help it. And he'd be like, hold on. That that dude right there sound like Miranda now. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Well, obviously, there was a budget involved there. So, welcome back, Mr. Dub K. <laughs> Glad to be back. And, of course, and, of course. And you know what? Before we even, before we enter, well, you know what? Let me just go ahead and introduce my man, the owner of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some, baby. And we're talking about <laughs> wings. We're talking about wings, Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> and you know, 
Since we're gonna, if we're gonna give somebody else a shout out on a book, we have to give our man Chancellor Jackson a shout out on his book, "Real Love Never Dies: Living Lucky," book number three. So, hey, check out Chancellor Jackson, contributor to Born in Trouble. He's got a new book out there. Support black artists and creators. That's what's up. I'm I bought it. You bought it? it? Ain't ready yet. Oh, I wonder if it was even delivered. Yeah, that's what I was with. Yeah, I bought, while I was in Cali, but it was delivered here. You just reminded me of it. I'm about to check it out. There you go. So there you go, Chancellor. Yeah, I remember you sent out the text. I got to get it. That's right. We got your back, brother. We got your back. So tonight, we got to talk about whatever we want to talk about. It's been a long time, fellas. Man, I'm happy to see y'all all here. You know what I'm saying? The full contingent. I left you. Yeah, man. I had a strong rhyme to step to. I, I felt that. I felt that. How many weeks shows you slept through? That's right. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serenaded. Serenaded. Said it's been a long time. Is there anybody that ever hears it's been a long time and not immediately start uh, rapping uh, uh, Rock Him in Your Head? Mm-mm. I mean, for life, that's 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 it. Yeah, that's, for life, for me, masterpiece. That's what it is. Masterpiece. <laughs> Who could take a phrase that's rarely heard, flip it, and now it's a daily word? Yeah, exactly. it's crazy. So painful. Crazy no impact. Don't matter what the dog say. Rock him. Big up to Rock him. Did it. Oof. So, fellas, these couple of weeks that we've been away. First, we took the week off, and they shot up a whole bunch of people in Buffalo, black people in Buffalo. Next week, we seen um, shooting up these people Damn. in Texas. Doctor got shot in Tulsa. What's up with cats and these guns right now? What's going on, bro? Hey, man, I'm down. I'm down Philly way. It's an epidemic down here. They getting we getting multiple people shot damn near every day. Wow, like they have what could be considered a mass killing. Damn near every weekend here in Philly. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing that on the news. What are they doing? Are they suppressing those stories or something? Or (laughs) you're not getting that on the news. I'm not. (laughs) Not in Philadelphia. You know what? Maybe. Maybe because there's so many people getting shot across the country, there's no time. They've decided to downplay everything. Well, you can't. If you report on all the shootings every day, like I was just in New York City last weekend. And there are 14 people shot this weekend, like between Saturday and Sunday in New York City, something like that. Like, you can't keep yeah. up with them all. It was like 50 in Chicago, some some insane number like that over the, over the Memorial Day holiday. Well, uh, you know, I know you didn't mean it this way, Grant, <clears throat> but we could remove that insane shit from any of this because it makes perfect sense. Why do you say that? We, <clears throat> we are the children of guns, bro. We are the country of guns. We, we are the nation of guns. We have over. We have. We have more guns than than citizens. Right. Uh, in, in rotation right now, we have half a billion, and so uh, we are not only with that. Everything about us is uh, or glorifies some type of gun action in the movies and uh, basic. Uh, series on TV, uh, shit, man, just fucking ghetto storytelling, the music, er, you know, and I'm not even talking about black music. I'm talking about all music, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, whether the, the cowboy persona, 
six shooters, this, that, and everything else. And we sell guns. We manufacture and we sell guns. We are the gun nation. And it goes, and it, it is a badge of honor considered, not to our country, that is, considering that we the war nation too. So We are the war nation. And so one goes with the other. So when it's mass shootings, this and that and everything else, I get fucking furious at all this goddamn fakeness and fucking absent-mindedness, you know, uh, 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 people wanting to discuss these fucking uh, symptoms. And come on, man. <laughs> you know who we are? Well, you know, you... No, they ain't voting. No, you know? Well, what you're alluding to is like solutions. And nobody wants to talk about solutions to shit. It's like you, the money is, I guess you would say like the, um, the skin is in the, the skin is in the complaining. It's not in the solving. You That's where all confess, the money is. You have to confess the disease before you can even begin a solution. Yeah. Well, you have to accept. I shouldn't even say confess. You have to accept. Well, why would, why are you, for what it is, why are you confessing to something that's so lucrative? Even, why are you <laughs> like? Right, it's like right, we're not even man. we're not even one close man, to that point. One man's part. disease, one man's disease is another man's fountain of youth. <laughs> it's 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 extraordinary. You know? It's extraordinarily lucrative. But the number of people that it is lucrative to is so small that I don't see how the body politic sort of gets has wrapped itself up around and made believe like and got swept up in the notion that this is benefiting everybody. I was right. watching a stand up special earlier. Oh man, Ricky Gervais was talking about how some of these um, minority communities have been, been offended and picked on whatever. He's like, you know, and you can see, you know, 5%, this part of the population, only 5%. He goes, I'm a male heterosexual multimillionaire. You know, that's less than 1%. You right. don't hear me whining about shit. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the people right. who are actually benefiting from this gun shit is less than 1% of the population who's getting rich off of this. There is yeah, big money sucks. in it. But it is enriching a handful of government officials and people who work for these companies. And, and people who are related to The rest of us are just getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand why everybody thinks that this thing is benefiting all of us. Like, no, it's enriching a very small number of people. Like, why are you so concerned with their pockets? Well, you know, past generations right. used to look at the government suspiciously, but they did it in a different way than they do it now. Um, it was a simple, there was a simple logic that if the government is trying to give it to you or trying to do it for you, it's probably bad for you. And there's something in it that's bad for you at some point in time. And I'm just going to point to, for example, we've got the Supreme Court now and they're getting ready to possibly make it legal to open carry in New York City. And how about it, that? It goes, like that's what we need. Yeah. Like that like in New York. Concealed or open? Open. Open carry. Wow. Yeah. Well, so that's what the that's Supreme the Court is. That's what the case is about, right? Rob, it's about they want to they want to um not show all the details of the case, but basically they want it the Supreme Court's trying to decide this case in which they will make the uh, reciprocity go across borders. Okay. Like right now, you can carry in one state, you can't carry in another. They want the reciprocity to go across the states so that if you license in Texas, you license in Tennessee, you can carry in New York too while you're here. So essentially that would mean that the people, the residents of New York would be legally not entitled to this, those same gun rights as people from out of state. 
they would actually get to come in and infringe upon people inside that state. What about states' rights? Well, you know, states' rights is how they're going to get abortion through. Mm. They'll use states' rights when it's convenient for them. Mm. That's that's an interesting point. Grant, you got something to say on this one? Not touching the whole. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, I mean, it's it's just a whole agenda, man. That's that's beyond us. I think you know what I mean. Um, whether it be population control or whatever it may be, the people that are profiteering from this. So, like, when you talk about gun violence, so like, I I saw a, a statistic in like Norway. Since like 2012, it's been less than 25 murders by by firearms. Mm. And it ain't like there's no people in Norway. You know what I mean? Like they got millions of people in Norway. Mm-hmm. But 25, less than 25 murders since 2012 or firearm murders. So we know that it can be done. But, you know, well, and that's maybe gonna- it's just not something that's important enough to do yeah we're gonna take that over into our the main topic for tonight's show which is basically do people make enough money to actually make any demands on government at this point in time are we actually living in a in the same system everybody wants to turn back the clock they want to like yo make america great again how are you going to make america great again you don't work nobody works you want roads but nobody's using them And that's really like part of it. Isn't it time that people took a look at the society that we live in and recognize the terraforming that's going on and has gone on? And if you really care about people, you want to start making those changes towards getting the roads done in a way because you don't need them done every three years like when they had the mafia contracts. Those guys got to get paid, so you put down certain types of materials. Make those roads like they do in Europe that have that are like will last 200 years you use different materials but now it might be time to fucking think about using those materials to help people but and i see y'all was smirking because this is why i do no, the show i want to hear these answers funny, I, 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 I want to hear these i want to oh. hear these answers rob you're oh, muted shit, I'm on you're mute. talking oh, oh rob uh, rob's on mute i don't, I don't in, I'm, in michigan in michigan there's two seasons there's winter and road construction season that's just like how how it is. You know what I'm saying? They are always working on the roads in Michigan. Like all the fucking time, bro. They are always working on the roads. This that's shit. like that was, that's the big dig in Boston that lasted so long, man. It seemed like this shit. You know, I mean, they was always working on that shit. Mm. They never and they, they never they never fix them properly. I mean, maybe because it's just you just got to reroute people, so you can you know they kind of. If you if you fix them properly, if you fix them properly, they can't go back and do them again in five years. That's jobs. You know, jobs that way. Yeah, job security. Yeah. Yo, I'm telling you something, man. When it comes to everything, government, when they have to get it done somehow, it's always the same thing. In the army, I was amazed at the piece of shit equipment we had Mm. because I was a mechanic. And we're like, we're, oh, we're supposed to be the best? Why do we buy this old fucked up technology year after year? Like the Humvee? That, mm. is, not, that is not him. <laughs> you know, it was never him. <laughs> they could they could never do a, they could never write up paper saying how the Humvee saved anybody's goddamn life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they can talk about 
man, it was it's just a piece of shit. So they always go the route of low cost, uh, maybe big publicity. I wouldn't uh, say low cost know, because if you've seen. I wouldn't they don't say, give a fuck. No, nah, I, would, I wouldn't know, say low cost because if you see the, the ledgers, quality. what they charge those people, what those companies charge the United States for those that piece of shit equipment that you have. It's ridiculous. And that's kind of like what Rob was alluding yeah. to earlier when he, was talking about, when he was talking about the guns and how Ricky Gervais is saying that he's good. Because 1% of these people are still the same people that are getting paid with, off the military. Let's assume those are the same people that are getting paid off the guns. And they're grandfathered in. And that's it. No matter what. It doesn't even make any sense. Like I'm not even... if any When they listen to this, because I'm sure they will, I'm not even mad at y'all because there's not nobody can do about that. It's ingrained. I'm not going for you. Man, these guys you, can't even there's, these there's guys no. can't even organize a protest down the block and everything. There's no way we're gonna get to you guys. So you got that shit. There is no that, there's a gun solution is a zero gun zero sum game in this country right now. Gun control, gun solutions. I'm not even looking sum. for it. I don't expect it. Because at some point, at some point, you're gonna have to physically take them. Oh yeah, and that's when you know, <laughs> and that's what they're you know, waiting for too. Black people, that's what they're waiting for talk, too. Black people talk shit and everything, <laughs> but we'll fuck around and hand them over if pressed. But the mother folks, they're ready. To, this is it. This is what I lived for. This yeah. is what I was born for. I, I, I'm about yeah. this life right here. Mm. You know, the ones, the ones that growing food and drinking their own piss and all that type shit. Yeah, yeah. that moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. They wait on that moment, bruh. That's why I say it's yeah, a zero sum game. That and group has grown. I would know that. That group has grown. They, they, so they would have to oh, kill yeah. off a huge portion of white people to get rid, of, get rid of guns <laughs> and, and get control of it. That's just the bottom line. It, 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 it's not that. Yeah, you know, I mean, but it would have to be. They would have to be. I should, let me just say, that, they should, they would have to be willing to use deadly force. Yeah, and mass on a massive scale, right? On a mass level, and I think we've seen enough videos on. And I don't think they're willing to do. Yeah, I think we've seen enough videos on on Facebook (laughs) with with guys walking down the street, open carrying, and telling police, "Fuck you, (laughs) fuck you." What are you gonna do if there's like five of them? Some a lot of them police will quit their job and join the fucking militia. Yeah, they will because they'll be like, (laughs) "We quit. There's no one to stop us. (laughs) There's no one to stop us. We quit." We're with you. Like, <laughs> fuck the fuck the thin blue line. I'm going over here. I'm going to the white line. To do to do to do to do. You know we make we're making jokes about this because it's like, but it's really is it is that could be a possibility? Is it? You know the way we're talking about it. Is it possible? No, there ain't, ain't nobody putting their foot down like that. Please, no, you don't think so? And if they, I mean, well. That's one thing I'm scared about with young people. They might get in there and really not think that the you know pig is pork, so to speak. Mm. And they might hey, you know, they too far removed from the violence and they test them folks. You know? mm. <laughs> and you know, everybody gotta pay for it because this dumbass they got in there talking about we will not tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you right. know, but what nobody really 
ready when, 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 them, when all them bullets started flying. Because let me tell you, everybody's brave till them damn bullets fly. Be smart, brothers. <laughs> be strategic. <laughs> be strategic. Everybody got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. That's all I got to say. Be strategic. Yeah. Be smart. Do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, but at some point, but here's the thing, though. It's almost like you see that Buffalo shooting, and I shot, then I shot the group, the real video, right? Did y'all watch that? Yeah. I'll tell you something, man. That dude... That you you have to have some training to be a professional or a certain mindset to stop that dude yeah. if you are able to. Yeah. So what kind of so my point is there has to be a level of uh, competency that we that we overcome that we that we grab hold of. We have to be very proficient and yeah. people. Citizens are gonna have to be proficient in fucking combat. For right. Yeah, you gotta have tactical training. To you ensure need tactical the, training yeah. and that muscle memory. Well, you yeah. know your teachers. The teachers will get it. You get your teaching degree, and then you get your tactical yeah. training and like handling the handgun. Right. 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 Well, you know what? That's that's always gonna be offered in the summer. That's gonna be that's gonna be offered in the summer. Yeah. Session. You know. Right. Yo, that yeah, would shorter session will be that 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 would breed. <laughs> That would breed a new type of teacher, straight up. You know what I'm saying? If I was a police oh, officer, sure. I wouldn't pull. I wouldn't want to pull a teacher over that has to like keep a gun in the classroom. She might shoot you because you're the punk. Look, man, you're the punk. This is what here's the most the more likely stories. Instead of you know all this saving going on and and rescuing and shit, the more likely story is going to be somebody scared. For average citizens, and they all dumped their, they all emptied their clips into the first. Thing. And it turned out to be that the person was innocent, a non threat or something, mm. you know. And then everybody's like, Oh, my bad, you know. They can't yeah. prove it, right. can't prove that's it. The, yeah. That's the more likely scenario, if yeah. you know, if it becomes where you can carry cross states, this, that. Man, I'm gonna tell you something that there's nothing more annoying to me than some 21 year old local white boy. With a cowboy hat on and a fucking gun on his hip, walking in the chilies and just chilling like that, just because he can, legal and so on. Like, nah, you know, uh, nah, y'all don't, y'all don't kind of shook things up in this country in history. <laughs> Damn, I mean, can you give us a break on that shit? It was like a God saloon. Damn, man. We're back in the wild like, west you now. Be a hero. We're back in the wild and west I, we now. Have to trust that you're gonna make the right decision. Mm. your gun if the shit goes down i was just having this conversation last night my man came through he's talking about guns and he told me if five people came through his door i mean not five 15 people and he had five people in the house with him he can arm all five of them and they'd have a a, a fighting chance now this is just giving me an example of how much how many guns he got now i'm listening and listening and i'm just listening i'm like yeah you know Okay, uh, that's all cool. But then we got to talking, and I start thinking, listen, man, I carried a gun for years. I stopped carrying a gun. And most of the time when I have a decision to carry one or not, I will not carry one because here's what I know. I know that without a gun, I'm going to make a decision that's consistent with not having a gun. Mm. With a gun, though, I might do the same thing. And that's where we get fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because mm. that decision didn't have to necessarily have to be made, but you pressed it and made the decision that you can't even, you know, there's no return from because you had the tools to. Mm. 
and you thought you had to. Guess what, motherfucker? Could be you was wrong. Right. <laughs> you got right. to deal right. with that shit. Mm, and right. it's more likely you're going to be wrong if you're not trained for it, this, that, and everything else. Because when you carry the tool, the jungle starts in your head. Mm. This is where all the madness is going, your, your imagination. And then when something makes you skittish, jump, this, that, and everything else, you know, look, I got the tool. I had to make a split second decision. Those things are, are, are what's going to start happening unless people dedicate themselves equally to uh, become proficient at the weapons and stuff. And some people are, you know, most people are. Well, do you think there's a possibility that out of that it could actually go the opposite way? People make a couple of mistakes and then all of a sudden, like, the judges say, hey, this is like a understandable um Situation. He had his gun on him. He thought X and Y was Z was going to happen. I ended up doing X, Y, and Z. So now there's no consequences. What if they take away the consequences? You talking about explaining away a murder? Well, legalizing it in a certain way, or like broadening the legal definition of what can and cannot be considered to be murder. So, if everybody's got one, now you've got to make concessions, don't you? Well, just consider this. So, I don't know how factual it is, but like in the movie Tombstone, these two cats come out of the come out of the bar and they sh- one of them shoots the other one, right? The sheriff comes over and he says, "I got to take the gun." Right? And the guy's response was, "It was a fair fight." Mm-hmm. Like he had a gun too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe that could be the justification. If you have a gun and you wasn't smart enough to draw your shit first, then maybe the other guy gets away with it. So we're back to shootouts. Life's yeah. going to get more interesting. Right. Rob, what do you well, think? Don't let the your people stand on the side and get shot in the ass. Right. Yeah. This is part of, this is part of like, they don't want to fix your roads. They don't want to give you gun control. They don't want to give you medical. I I told this dude, I was talking to this guy the other day, and I was like, look, when I got my people, like, this world has changed so much. When I got my first job, official job working for a corporation and everything back in 1990, I worked for three months, and then I had full benefits. Triway? Huh? What'd you say? Accountant Triway? Triway? What's Triway? Security? Oh, that was me. That was high school, bro. That was yeah. Yeah. We we didn't. They didn't give us benefits when we were security guards in high school. That's like you know, and we didn't really secure too much. I don't know if throwing a party on site is securing the site. I guess it was from lame motherfuckers. (laughs) But anyway, as I was saying though. Uh, man, you see, you threw, you threw me off. Rob's back. Threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> really? Yeah, but no. But when I got my first, when I got my first job, three months, I had like benefits, and pretty much most of the jobs that you went to, they gave you benefits after some period of time, six months, a year. Y'all remember that? Do y'all remember that? When jobs used to give you benefits, yeah, I, got, I got benefits my job. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and now it's just like, it's just like. Day one. I had jobs that had day one benefits. Yeah. You know, they start. 
They used to exist. Gigs, you, know? you fill out your package before you go sit down at, at work and do your job. Now, Matter of fact, I wasn't even picking the motherfucking company if they didn't have benefits. Yeah, that was like, yeah. <laughs> you get the same amount of money. Oh, I'm making this amount of money. You got any benefits? Nah. You know, just the basic medical. Now it's a privilege to have medical. It's a privilege. If the companies are, and corporations are bold enough to cut your benefits first, what makes you think they're going to fix your roads? These shits is treacherous out here. It's treacherous. But the problem is that I you mean, don't have outsour- the... They've outsourced that to the, to the government. Well, they don't have enough. they don't have enough finance. Let's just call it what it is. If you're not collecting, if you're not um, paying as many employees, a lot of these areas are dead. These businesses, these buildings are dead. You go to malls, malls are closing because people aren't going to the malls. The economy is different. But the 1%, those people that are selling you guns and collecting on oil and all that other stuff, everything's fine with them. And everything's kind of fine with you because you're still eating. You're still alive, and nobody's complaining because you don't ask for much. What was that that guy said? He said, by the year, by in one generation, people are going to own nothing, and they're going to like it. And they're going to be happy with it. Because you get to see shootings outside your window. High streaming internet, man. You have Netflix. I don't like the feeling. Let me tell you something. I just traveled across country, and I just don't. I used to be carefree, you know, like uh, what do you call that? Uh, an explorer or right. pioneer with confidence and stuff. When Taking I the experience. But now it's like it's you see people. I mean, I, I stopped three times. Okay. And you know, spent the night in, in hotels. Okay. And there was a lot of travelers out. It was Memorial Day weekend. I was just kind of gauging this, that, and everything else. No, nothing seemed like much of a threat except for we were in Texas or some somewhere, maybe just across the border into uh, the next state. Uh, Mississippi? Mississippi. Mm. Yeah. And so, and there was a guy that I saw looking at as he walked in. And he was a white dude with, you know, tats and. He was with a woman who got a, a stomach staple. You could tell how they lose weight if they, you know, they got the gastric bypass and not. I call right. it a stomach staple. Right. But right. you know, and so she she was looking like that, and she had thirty inch rubber biceps, you know, and tats and stuff, you know, just that type. And you know, they was out there smoking on the bench. Right. Uh, before they jumped in the the family minivan and took off, but the way they was looking at, it, <laughs> and, and, you know. It was just like I was sitting in my truck looking at them, and they didn't know I was watching them. What you know? Uh, and right. I was like, "Shit, man, that shit's still here." I didn't even. It, it, you start thinking, you know, people are crazy. I don't know when country doesn't when feel f- tipping point. Yeah, <laughs> <She does. laughs> I mean, we 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 we're, we're a cynical bunch in the, in the Hopkins household. Yeah, well, you you know, you got to be cynical. You got to be cynical in this day and age because it's all crazy. But it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a safe place, a fun place. It's not a place where you want to go out. Like, can you imagine what would some of these great white American authors, J.D. Salinger and Hemingway, how would they find their thrills today? 
What would they do today? Would you even know who they are? Hemingway would probably be on like a, he'd be like you know on an app and everything just Might like some shit. Yeah, you think so? He'd be, he'd be, he'd be probably, canceled. Probably yeah. be changed. Might yeah. be in jail. He, his treatment towards women. He might have even been in jail. That's what I'm saying. Up with some leather ass chaps. Shaman ass chaps. Nah, every 18 year old, every 18 year old on the internet. He'd be. He'd have a list of 17 year olds. He'd have. He'd have his assistant send him pictures of 17 year, 17 years and 11 month year old women, and everything. Because in 30 days, he's going to send out an email to him. That would be Hemingway today. That would be Hemingway today. Problematic, bro. I don't know. It's problematic. Yeah, definitely. Just saying. Well, would it be problematic, though? Because what what we seem to do in this country is to uh, make accommodations for the vice or the weakness. Mm. You know what I mean? That's kind of what we seem to do in this country. We don't We don't really care to, for lack of a better term, solve a problem. Right. You'd rather just let it be and, you know, scream, oh, okay, well, he has a right to do that. Yeah, because he's a billionaire. Yeah. And then Hemingway would be a billionaire. Make, right. They would make some law. They would make some law to accommodate, you know, that's the... Why do you have to make a law? Selection. Why do you, you don't have to make any laws. And show people, but, they, but if they, it ever comes up, that's what they do, we're just no, they don't. They just if it ever comes up, that's what we do. We're gonna squash it. You got these guys. You've got these guys part that are part and parcel of that one percent that are doing all this crazy stuff and everything. Fourteen year old like stepdaughters. I've seen some crazy stuff with like rich people, like crazy, crazy stuff. That if it was me, oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying. Forget about having a podcast. My podcast would be coming from live with Jamal. Mustafa. You got to refer to Paul, the, the, the late, great Paul Mooney for a sketch on <laughs> when a white person do something and a black person do something. Oh, yeah. And they both stand before the judge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the judge says, hmm, why did he do that? That's odd. We must study him. <laughs> Y'all seen that before? I did the no. same thing. He was like, "Well, we're gonna give you about twenty-five years to think about it, nigga, because this, you know, this that's going to jail right now. <laughs> Yo, you gotta run that Paul Mooney. Uh, 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 gotta find it. Yeah. I don't know if that's illegal or not, you know, but that would fit well because he described it best. Yeah. We make accommodations for, depending on how much money you have. You know, why fix a road when you got a helicopter? Right. They want roads, though. I think. I think they want yeah. roads. They want yeah. private roads. They've been buying up private roads for like years and years and years. And when it all hits the fan, there's going to be certain roadways you're not going to be able to drive by, drive down. Because they're private roads. Y'all think there's more white rednecks than liberals? Um, I don't know if they're yeah, even. Good question. I don't know if they're discernible in a lot of ways, and they don't even realize it. Because basically, to me, it's like when I you say, Janet. 
Huh? God damn. You think that's harsh? Yeah. So, so you just pissed off. I, yeah. I ain't saying nothing. I'm thinking yeah. the same thing you just said. X, like, what's like? How do I? Yeah, it's like they don't even they don't even realize yeah. it. No, nah, it's like it's listen. Do you fault? You know what I'm saying? Do you fault the cat no, for no, trying to scratch the pole? A redneck and a liberal. There's there's not much difference in a redneck and a liberal. There's not really much difference. Unless it's a white liberal redneck. It depends on it depends. Oh oh great. No, redneck is like conservative type, you know, uh they're more, you know, rebel flag. Well, I shouldn't say they're rebel. Rednecks they just Listen, I know redneck Bro, listen. Let me explain something to you. I grew up with trucking and trucks. And like guys and white guys that are rednecks. I know rednecks. I know rednecks. I know some really how like really, right. really, really redneck. And I listen, but how are they similar to the to the liberal? I like some of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? I like a lot of them dudes, as a matter of fact. How are they similar? They're both they're yeah, all like basically what's the difference? They're they all basically they they they, they don't want nothing to do with black people. For real. Like on the real, they just don't. They don't want to. They don't really want to. You see, but the difference is like the rednecks. The rednecks. A lot of the rednecks that I met were workers. I guess. Yeah. No. But listen, a lot of rednecks I met were workers. They were just like guys that I was on jobs with, or I met through jobs or different like situations like that. Their thought processes and the things they really align with a lot of black people. The same shit. It's it's really the same shit. It's just like one of them hangs out with just white guys, the other ones just hang out with just black guys, and that's it. There's no there's not much difference between them. They just don't realize it's just that rednecks are just, rednecks are just so fucking racist that they don't understand. Some of them I met, you know, some of them were cool. Some of them I met were really racist, and then they just like during the course of a day or whatever, we ended up getting along. And and in their mind, the way that they excuse that they is they say racist, that no, yeah, they're still racist. So the way that they would excuse that is that oh, he's exceptional. He's not like the other ones. So it's it's like it's just he's the anomaly, and everything instead of recognizing that hey, you know, there may be like thirty, forty, a hundred and fifty million other brothers out there just like me, but they don't get that. So it's like they just like so. And I don't have time to like, I'm not, when I'm at work, one of the things that makes okay, it cool is that I'm not trying to have no social commentary with you while I'm at work. It's not my job to fucking change you over or win you over to a black oh, I cause. I love that in the cubicle jobs. Oh, well, in the cubicle jobs. See, yeah, on, that's the, different. On a sales force, you could pretty much talk about anything. Yeah. If you're a producer. Yeah. On a tr- know, as long as, I guess if it doesn't cross the, the, the crazy line is, is the Me Too type stuff now, but even that was. A blurred line. Nah, but we're talking. Uh, we're talking uh, rednecks. We're talking rednecks. We were. We were oh, working yeah. on. We I, were I, doing labor. Man, we were doing labor, bro. I sold in Atlanta, and I sold with some rednecks. I'm telling you, man, that the stuff. I mean, there's, I already told you, man. I, I talk to guys who, in their heart, believe mm-hmm. that black people are inferior. Oh yeah. Uh, scientifically. Yeah. And they're, they're just stupid. And, and, and you can't tell them any different. Yeah, but they're just stupid. You, and that's good for them. They believe that? There's 20 that won't. <laughs> <laughs> they feel the exact same goddamn way. <laughs> yo, it's, it, yo, it is it is what it is. But a lot of times white liberals, they like pretend like they really 
give a fuck. Look at Joe Biden, for example. It's like, yo, this homie, he done, there's reports he done put the glass ceiling up. They invited him back in, but he made sure that they, they put the ceiling up first. And then he invited him back into the White House and everything. Then, of course, the old game plan he put, the, the sister now is now the speaker. So it's like, so that's as high as you get is the speaker. She's got to defend your bullshit. You get the black woman to defend your bullshit. Okay. And it's business as usual. I'm gonna Joe, say it, man. Joe Biden was fronting though. He wasn't. He wasn't never down with us. He just. Yeah. He just played that role. And we knew it. We oh, just yeah, wanted yeah, to get rid of Trump. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. He, started, <laughs> he started out slaying us, yeah, decimating awesome, awesome, black people. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> he started out on some redneck shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to liberal shit. Mm-hmm. Got elected, and now he's back on his redneck shit. So, you know. Yeah. Back. To oh the, wow. What's the difference? I'm not a fan of of Kamala, but it seems like he's got her like locked outside. But she's locked outside in like a where if she moves left or right, she's gonna get burnt by lasers. She's like Dreyfus, you know, in the V. (laughs) They got her her looking like what's that lady's name? Is it Dreyfus? Is her last name? Julia, yeah. Oh my god, man. I watched some of the Veep, man. It's cracked up. The only thing I can't get with is a 30-minute segments, man. And it, it's yeah. just, I don't know. It's too it's short. Tiring. But but, uh, <laughs> but no, but the way they p- depict her is like some annoying just side project to the president. Like, they just right. get kicked in the damn throat every day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, politically, that's, that's mm-hmm. speaking, you know. Yep, that's her. And it seems like that's how they got Kamala. She's always on TV shucking and jiving you know what i'm saying mm. <laughs> he's yeah. saying shit repeating stuff and i mean but just it's, it's making no impact it's like he it's like I you know what love Kamala back in the 80s yeah but he know but, he knows his i mean he knows his politics bro he's making sure that 80s. she's not going to be president in the 80s Kamala was a wrestler Oh, oh the, girl, the great Kamala. With you over. You're talking about, oh, no, you're talking about the great 80s, Kamala. In eight, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Yeah, That's you're talking about the great Kamala. Kamala who? Yeah, the great Kamala. Kamala, the Ugandan doc giant. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kamala. I love that Kamala. <laughs> they look a little bit different. But, yo, Biden's making sure. Yo, he's, like, shutting her down, too. He's shutting her down. She's like, you can run her. She can run. I don't know, you know. She can run, but I mean, he might. He, if anybody, Biden should have the perfect view of uh, how the the VP position can be supportive, help this, that, and everything else. You know, he got to do it for eight years. Shit. Nah, well, so, you know, I don't know. It kind of puts know. a different spin on that whole Obama thing, because like if he's there in that position, and they were pretending like they were so close, or maybe they were as close as they were, and Biden being who he is, having spent all those years in the Senate. Maybe he was the democratic compromise at the end of the day to kind of keep him, oh, to keep know. Obama in check to a certain extent. How old is Biden? I don't know, but he's got some toned up shoulders. How old is the Sphinx? Up Obama's jack strap. <laughs> <laughs> How old is the Sphinx? So he, so he was born in like 44, 43, 44, 45. 79. Mm. Damn, that mother. So he's the bad news is that the bad news is though November forty two. The bad news is though if Donald Trump runs again and he wins the nomination, I have to vote for him again. 
Because the alternative to me is like a lot worse. Biden again. Have to do it again. Man, maybe it'll help. Uh, it's not gonna help. <laughs> I ain't looking for help. I'm a, listen. I'm a black man in America. Help ain't coming from the White House. Help is not yo. It's these. I'm t- it's I promise these. you, man. I'm wondering when the when the switch is gonna flip, but it just hasn't yet, if ever. But I don't remember the last time I really gave a shit who won, except for when Obama won because of the obvious difference. Right. The but first before time. that. Uh, yeah, that and was the, the first, the first time. time. Yeah, that was the last time. Even when he won, though, I I wanted to to see it, but I never thought, oh, this is going to make things different and stuff. So, I mean, shit, I could care less who the fuck wins the presidency, man. Yeah. It really doesn't, unless I had a vested interest, like unless I knew somebody, knew somebody, knew somebody that if this person gets in, uh, the come up is going to be real. Okay. <laughs> I'm for him now, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> That's the devil I want to win now. But if it ain't that, then, it, it never really I mean, matters. Yeah, because like the bottom line is, it's those numbers. They won't pay to fix the roads. They won't. You don't make enough money. Industry isn't what it, it used was, to be. What was those fucked up roads at? Let me think. Parts of Texas. Parts of Texas. No, I mean, I'm talking about on the, the interstate I just came across. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, part, there was some parts of Texas, man. And, yep. You know, I had Noah Googling shit as we go through, man. It turns out, man, it's a lot of motherfucking oil cities in Texas, man. They got long money, man. They just killing the oh, planet. Man. Oh, yeah. I saw, I, saw, I saw greenhouse construction when I was in fucking Texas. <laughs> <laughs> the greenhouse effect. I saw the, I saw it being constructed with them damn fires and flames and black wow. smoke just uh, coming from the fire. Man, you could just see the shit from the highway. Like, now you know, goddamn well that ain't helping. That's they, they poisoning the planet, man. All for a yeah. tailgate party. All for a tailgate party. Because <laughs> that was the sign I saw next. Tailgate party. Fellas, man, it's funny. Go ahead. On that on that greenhouse on that greenhouse side of the game, I I read an article about uh, recycling plastic and how that shit is like a fucking pipe dream in this country. Oh yeah, it is. Because plastics like so many different. There's so many different kinds of plastics yep. that you mix them in there. You, like you, it's it's almost impossible to do. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I say that only to say they, they don't give a fuck, man. You know what I mean? Like it turns into garbage, is what it is, and that shit rises right. up in the ocean. I don't remember what they said. It, the equivalent land mass, the size of the wasn't it? Wasn't it the, like? Was it Antarctica? Man, I don't know, but it was huge. There's a huge. It was large. Thing yeah. of yeah. plastic in the ocean right now. It's like a bunch mm-hmm. of. I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, Yo, man. You know, I gotta tell you, man. Plastic. You guys are bringing me down this week, man. You guys no, are really bringing me down right now, bro. It's the crescendo. It's the crescendo. <laughs> this that's is... why I tell people. I use the word. These are exciting times, because really, uh, my math tells me that it has to end in very a very fucked up way because it began as such. I don't see a beautiful ending, and my. And so with my math telling me that, 
and with my I'm not I have no more patience for change. Uh, I just want to see what the fuck is going to go down and go through it without fear. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and I'm almost and I, I think I'm excited. Like, uh, OK, uh, we all got to go. But, you know, at least the some type of suffering is coming to an end or there's got to be a rebirth after destruction and stuff, you know, and, 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 and let's just get to this shit. So you're re- you're I mean, rooting for the Phoenix like factor. That. You're rooting for the Phoenix factor. I rooted the death I, and the rebirth. I was rooting for Christopher. I was rooting for Christopher Donor, but they got him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, oh, oh, but they got him. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he had a tunnel or something underneath here, something that would allow him to come up on the other side of the bushes. <laughs> Man, this is fucking game one of the finals, right? Yeah, and we're about to we're about to yeah. cut it and like. Start watching the show because you guys are really depressing me this week, man. Just really depressing me. Hey, man. Two weeks hand, off for bath. that. That's where we headed, bro. Two <laughs> weeks <laughs> off for that. Hell in the hand, man. <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry to have to tell you that, but you should already know that's what's happening. Hell in the hand basket. <laughs> fucking it up. Me. Cushion handle, too. Cushion handle. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Instead of cushion what? Yeah, it's got a cushion handle on it. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> it's right. Easy to carry for all eternity. You know, I'm I'm, I'm now you know. I'm glad Yo, uh, it's depressing, man. Have you been to the grocery store lately or the fucking gas station? Yeah, man. Oh the, my god. The the there's not yeah, a there's not down, a lot of food on the on the thing. There's in this goddamn country. You think so? I don't know, man. Hell yeah, it, man. yo, man. I mean, everything is sky high. Even it's if I knew, I would say I don't know, man. The tension, the tension that's happening yeah. right now, it's it, it is it's gonna start to tear. The fabric is gonna start to tear because it's unsustainable. Think everything's about to pop. Going to work for no motherfucking fifteen twenty dollars an hour, man, and having this and having to buy uh, a petrol. Every other day, you know, saying to get Rent. to that job. Yeah. Now they only make it eight, uh, twelve dollars an hour. Rents it's popped up, and, and groceries, <clears throat> and the price of groceries have gone up. I'm and the price you, of rent, and domino effect, and the price of rent has wow. gone up. Um, sky high, they call sky it high. fucking Atlanta, the new California and shit. Right. <laughs> so, so hold on, hold on. Let me Fuck take shit, it. man, and I'm looking for a goddamn lease right now. My daughter, my daughter, she's doing grad school in Atlanta, and she just got. She just tried to get. She's trying to get an apartment. Twenty five hundred dollars a month, bruh. Yeah. For a two bedroom, she got. She got a roommate, but two twenty five hundred dollars a yeah. month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you. You know, you don't have a fucking. You know, you a student, right? You ain't got a job. Shit, man. Daddy, it's insane, man. Daddy, Daddy. it's insane. Daddy, right? Oh, he gonna be paying it. Oh, we know. Right here. That's why he complaining about it. (laughs) He was like. Might as well get your money's worth, Grant. Hold on, hold on, Grant. Hold on a second. Everybody, go on mute. Go ahead. Get your money's worth, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> so, the, so the thing about it is, this twenty five hundred was on the on the cheaper side. You know what I mean? This this shit, this three thousand, four thousand, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was but, paying twenty six hundred in Chino Hills. Go. 
Yeah, <laughs> but they, they, I'm telling you, they, they had a, they had a, they did a story on 60 Minutes about these companies that own all these fucking single family dwellings. Yeah, in, yeah. In and that's what's driving up the price of motherfucking rent. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said that shit? I'm telling you, man, go back to the tapes a year ago and everything else, and I was like, there's some shit going on. Oh, this no, I talked about it. And all this shit. I talk, and, I st- and now it's starting to come to light. Yeah, you know? I, I talked Uh-oh. about it, and I there talked about is. it. I talked about it recently because yeah. that's what they've been doing. This is like, if you go back to the show, we had intense, deep conversations about that. About how it was going right. down, yeah. how all these corporations that have all, that are acquiring all these homes, single family and multifamilies, forget it. They just want to snap them up like right away and just like renting them out. You know what I'm saying? Just renting them out, renting them out, renting them out. Right. It's the smart thing to do. And like with 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 the, with the gas. Why do you think gas is so high? Gas is so high. One of the reasons gas is so high, in my opinion. Is because of this push to try to make every new vehicle electric by 2030. You think so? You know what I mean. So, so price you got you got to price them out the game, bro. You got to price them out the game. Sometimes, I mean, you got to. Well, only the rich can afford. Only the rich will be able to afford to have gasoline vehicles and shit like that. Well, that's why they don't want to build. They don't want to put more roads. They don't the want to build more would, roads. Rich would want be, I mean, but then they don't have people tearing up the planet. Yeah, let me. Yeah, let me just real, robot, dude. just yeah. real quick. Car sales are down. People are not buying cars, new cars, as much as they were over the course of years. And a lot of the cars right. that are being used, that are being bought, they're being used for rideshare services like Uber and Lyft. Right. So that's what the trend is. So they're not anticipating. This is what I'm saying. This is why they don't want to build your roads because it's only going to be a certain amount of people on the roads. So they can just patch them up from time to time and everything. But a whole new project, nah, they're going to spend that money elsewhere. Yeah, because what they're going to have to do is put something to power these electric vehicles on the road so that you can get, so that you can go more than, you know, Drive more than three hours without having to charge that bitch up. They don't want you driving. I want one. They don't want you driving. Even front. If you don't have, well, if you don't well, have enough you, money to buy, going to be autonomous. A high end car. You're not going to the, like the road trip, the family road trip. They're trying to do away with that completely. That's not the vehicle is going to be autonomous. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. Where, they don't want you driving. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't, let me tell they don't you where I see. Driving. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you where I see all this going. Because Tesla is doing it right now. They already got the highway apps you can get, programming you can get, so that the, the car can go by itself on highways, right? Right, right. But, and they have all types of beta city apps go, right now that select people are using this, that, and everything else. And then when you combine them both, the ultimate is the owner doesn't even have to be in it to operate it and uh, and make money off of it. So I'm just going to put it right in one little neat ball here, judging from our history and everything else. These motherfuckers are going to want it so that they control all transportation because if they have all the cars and the streets and everything else, all you could do is call for one. You know what I'm saying? Unless unless you have some type of job or profession where you have to be driving. All you do is call for one. So 
it's private transportation controlled by companies and stuff. This is this I can see that in the future. And then you put you know, private, uh, you where, add in the private road aspect of it, where they can start slowly you know, closing off different roads. It's a once they you know, close gas stations down, it's a wrap. Country is being terraformed I mean, right now. Terraformed right now. I love that. So I guess this actually turned out being a conspiracy theory episode. Dun, 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 dun. Well, it must be a conspiracy theory Zero since they haven't spirit. called them fucking uh, white supremacists, goddamn terrorists, and gone after them, eradicated them, which we know they have the power to do because they've done it several times to other organizations. They've been they've so been quietly be goddamn conspiracy. They've been quietly and, and constructively asking to be cut out to cut out certain states. And eventually, that's, they're hoping that they'll actually get that win. And that's what it is. And on that note, good night to the United States of America. From Born in Trouble. Dakotas. What was that? What? What? We should give them the Dakotas. We should give them the Dakotas. Anybody, anybody wants a white nation, y'all got the Dakotas for now until we start heading on. Yeah. Going west and staying in that fucking Nordic region. Wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they don't have something like that already. How would a brother know? Yeah. If they let me in, it's a one-way trip. Anyway, <laughs> Rob, you're awful silent wow. tonight. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you, would you like to end the show? You have anything that you'd like to say? You know, you want me to end the show? Yeah. You know, we got it. We got to terraform early, and we got to terraform late. So, I mean, that was good. Mm, mm. That's the basis of a good episode. Well, it's consistent. Getting critiqued. We know. Consistent. We know. We got you. We know. We got you rolling along. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you very much. Two of them in there. I'm not so sure about that. From Philadelphia, Mr. Robert Brooks. Yo. Gene, you were saying something? Anybody here have a 401k? I do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Has it been taking a beating? Yes, sir. Well, I came back a little bit this week. It'll be all right. Yeah. There's an opportunity to buy. Don't. The good good thing is I still got to work another... Eight years or however many fucking years I got to work. Well, oh, to grab it, to grab it at its yeah. max. Yeah. You're so, yeah. I guess it'll come back by then. I guess you all know by now, if you know me, that means that if things don't work out in eight years, I'll be moving by Grant. Mr. Grant Lancaster. <laughs> hey. Detroit. <laughs> All right, hey, family. All maybe, you, maybe you might want to keep it in there for 10. Just in case. Right. Because I like to eat good. So. We're going to have to grow up. We're going to have to grow our own food by then. So, you know, that's a whole other whole other scenario. There you go. And from Everybody the A. Be on the vegan tip. And from the A. Yo, I'm talking about. Yep, about to yeah, sign off. Spark that, spark that bubble gum. Tutti Fruity I was just blowing. Talking about carried me through the whole show. I don't even remember the show. Or me either. I don't know if it's what good or bad. <laughs> this is one of these. This is one of these shows when I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to listen to it. You know, you gotta listen to it. I'll get you to it later. Listen to it, man. At the end of the day, man. Look, man. We have no answers. To this. No, we, we don't. Bullshit. And we're not, we're not the wise people. Is over. Yeah, we're the not wise people. Is over. 
the fiat currency has is 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 about to expose us all for what we are. Very little knowledge. Very little knowledge. <laughs> we, are, we are broke. <laughs> Very little knowledge. Desperate. Desperate, man. Born in trouble. So, see you next week. Peace. A broken nation. That's, the, that's this episode of Broken Nation, guys. <laughs>